Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Sarah Rose podcast. Today, I have the fabulous Roberta. So, Roberta is a fellow Limerick lady. I love my Limerick ladies on this podcast. And she is a content creator. She has, I don't even know how many thousands on TikTok. Like, definitely over the 100,000 mark. Probably like 200,000. And, like, loads on Instagram as well. She makes content really on everything. But, like, her niche is definitely skin, hair. She's the most fabulous hair I think I've ever seen in my life and makeup and all that fun stuff. So Roberta, welcome to the podcast. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm delighted to have you. <laughs> this is your first official podcast. This is my first official podcast. I always feel very blessed to take someone's <laughs> podcast virginity. <laughs> makes me very happy. <laughs> it makes me happy too. I'm a little yeah. bit nervous, but we'll be good. No, you'll be fine. You're a pro and you're such a chatty person. Like you're probably suited for podcasts. You probably should have your own podcast. You know what? I'll, I'll think about it. We'll put it One on the day. board. Yeah. 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 So why don't you introduce yourself to people? Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Roberta. I am 22, born and raised in Lithuania. I study law and now I'm a content creator. Sure. Keeping it to the point. <laughs> No messing about, like straight to the point. Straight to the point. That's the crack. So, I remember I I found you on TikTok. You came mm. up my for you page, and I was like, oh my god, she's fabulous. I was like, stunning, typical. Watching all the videos, and I don't know, was it when you were talking? And I was like, oh my god, she's an Irish accent or whatever. Yeah. And then I do. You must have been talking about that, and you're like, oh, mm. I'm from a place called Limerick. I was like, oh, a Limerick girl. And then I really? went on Instagram and I followed you on Instagram then. And that's that's wild. No, I actually made friends who found me on in TikTok, and then they were like, "Oh my god, I can hear your accent. It's it sounds a bit Irish, but not fully Irish." Yeah. And then they find out where I live, and that's. So I actually made a few friends who were moving to Limerick and said, "Hey, we should hang out." Oh, I know. I made a really good friend like that. That's so nice. But you do. You actually do have a very like some words are so Irish accent. Yeah. Some yeah. are, and some are just completely from some place but not Ireland yeah so that's a nice place to start so let's bring it back okay to baby Roberta baby Roberta let's start at your life so you moved to Ireland so take it away okay I moved to Ireland when I was 10 yeah so I was very young at that time and but I have spent so many summers here because my dad already lived here yeah so I loved Ireland I thought it's great I didn't mind moving because I wanted to try something new and you know change is always good so I was actually really excited to leave thinking how my other family relatives felt about moving to Ireland yeah but I loved it I thought it was gonna be great and it was for the summers and holidays and exploring Ireland and everything but then going to primary school and realizing that like I actually can't speak English that I, I can't speak as fast I don't understand uh the Irish uh, the Irish culture like, all of it just even like slangs for example instead of five your would be like a fiver yeah and I'll be thinking what the hell is a fiver yeah. <laughs> just That's things so like true. that like yeah. small little words and I hate a primary school absolutely hate it do not have fond memories from there do you know I actually remember do you know you follow someone and I remember I don't know why you were talking about on your Instagram but you were talking oh you were talking about your life and you were talking yeah. about um the fact that you had to grow up really quick yeah because 
your parents didn't have as good English as you. So mm-hmm. from a really, really young age, you had to take responsibility and get involved in things like that. Now, I don't want to get into that just yet, but mm. when you talked about that, so for people who don't know, I have two Hungarian younger sisters and I lived in Hungary for a while and I would, um, I moved there when I was in TY in, yeah, I was 16. I was 15, just turned 16. Mm-hmm. And I moved to a part of Hungary where nobody had English. Like in Budapest, everyone has English. Nobody yeah. had English in Zegged. Um, except for my classmates um, who were studying English they were like fluent at like 15 it was crazy but I really it really drove home how difficult it must have been for people to move to Ireland to try and make friends to try and settle in like I was actually very lucky in the fact that because I was an English speaker um, I was someone who was quite welcomed because everyone wanted to get better at English and it was mm-hmm. kind of a new thing. Okay. And then I remember coming home and seeing people here have like a slightly different experience and it really upset me. Yeah. And I remember thinking of my two younger sisters because it was so normal for me growing up. Like they grew up learning two languages. So it was really normal for me to grow up where my little sisters didn't understand a word and I had to explain. Mm. And like I have American family, they wouldn't get Irish culture. So I was so used to that. But when I remember coming home and it really struck really close to my heart and I, I used to get I used to get a little bit upset when I used to hear some things that people would say or some people being ignorant like it would just when you can understand it was it was really upsetting so when you say that I'm not surprised yeah no I don't I don't blame kids I mean I, I try to understand them because why how can you include someone in a game or in an activity when you're talking or trying to explain the rules and they just don't understand yeah and I just wanted to be included in absolutely anything. It, it was so sad to even think about it. Like if I, if my little brother, who's 10 now, like, sorry, 11, yeah. <laughs> if he was going through that, my heart would absolutely break. So I just wanted to be included. And but then I'm like, okay, they're kids. Yeah. They can't do anything. The teacher saw it, but they tried their best. Yeah. Probably could have done more. But I, because I had nowhere like I, I didn't speak any English I, I just had to yeah I had to say something I just couldn't be silent yeah so this teacher took me under her wing she would take me out of class an hour every day and do little English lessons with me yeah and I remember them I at first I was like oh my god this is so difficult but then I l- realized that they're helping me yeah yeah <laughs> so I was like okay this is good and yeah. I would get teased about making little errors I can't believe that people did that Oh my god, I was bullied. It was terrible. I can laugh about it now because I googled some of my classmates and they haven't achieved much. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel good about it now. I know, like we can talk about it now. Yeah. But back then, if we were on a bus and I would tell my teacher that someone's kicking my chair, they were like, "Oh, it's a fucking seat." Actually, can I curse on this? Yeah, you can. I like it's 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 not yeah. a chair; it's a seat. And to me, that was almost the same because oh that's, that's, that's the so that's the only cool. word I knew to say what yeah. what was happening. So I was like, "Oh, damn it!" Like I I just then I would get just so shy and so scared to talk, but I wanted to make mistakes. And within like a yeah. year and a half. I was able like because I was like I can't like this is so terrible I would cry all the time I would ask my mom please don't let me go to school because not only did I not because not only was I bullied for not speaking English I was teased about uh, the food I ate at school because I I didn't eat like the Irish kids would eat yeah pickled things and exactly like things that smell delicious not just uh, sandwich and milk it's like the opposite they'd be like ew oh my god what's that yeah ew what is and for kids I I get it. Yeah. It's like, what is that? Yeah. So it it, 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 it is what it is, but 
it wasn't it wasn't easy now that I think about it but it's okay I didn't know it was that like it, I, I can go back to primary school and like the, the non-nationals that are in our class who had just moved over they I none of us ever bullied them for not ever being able to say the right word mm-hmm. I the, the most I can remember is people wouldn't be bothered to like just be do the effort that's yeah. what I remember like you know they're kids do you know what I mean like there's two sides to everything you yeah know? but I don't I don't remember anyone having that that type of bullying yeah but I do remember actually when we were chatting before this I got this flashback memory it was one of the girls in my class who's not in Nashville lived in my housing estate so I used to play mm. with her after school and I used to play with her in school or like don't oh, I used to I, I would play with everyone like that was so normal to me I had two younger half yeah. Hungarian sisters like I took no notice and I remember one day like the girl who had like the best English came up to me she's like why do you play with us and that when you were talking to me that memory just came back to my head because they could like they were like why are you playing with us no one else does and I remember mm. this broke my heart like when I remember that today I was like oh my god like it's I awful. used to have one Lithuanian friend in school but she was in a different class so we would spend lunches together outside yeah and if someone was talking English and I would just kind of lean on, lean into her and say, oh, what did he say? Yeah. And I remember her snapping at me and said, oh, she, will you just learn? She snapped at me and said, oh, will you just learn English already? And then I got too scared to ask. Yeah. So I was just, at least I was in the circle. At least I was with somebody because yeah. my, the most draining days were when it rained because that means we had to stay inside. And that means no. I couldn't hang out with, like, my friends, whichever ones I had at yeah. the time. So then I would have to stay inside and just do my homework. Like, it was tragic. I didn't even know that was that bad until I look at it now. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize it was oh, that God, my bad. My heart's breaking. We'll, for baby <laughs> we'll get into the fun stuff yeah. later. Yeah. But... but it's important for your story and, like, you know, yeah. everything it taught you. It definitely builds. It, it thickens your skin. And I think it's actually an important conversation as well because I feel I've never heard people talk about it Jack kind of way and when I went to secondary school a lot of the non-nationals went there's two in my town so I I had like my group of friends there was like there was no one in my year who was a non I say non-national obviously you're national but just so you you know what I'm saying like um, a dual a dual citizenship person Um, so I never got like a really really close friendship Mm -hmm. from secondary school on so these are not conversations I've had with a best friend do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. the only non-national I know because like I'm half American, half Irish. Yeah. Um. So I think it's a really interesting conversation, and I think there's a lot of people who can learn from it because I feel like there's a lot of other Irish people who just don't understand how it felt. Yeah. For people, because we would have grown up in the generation of people who moved here in the Celtic Tiger or just after. Yeah. Um. So we would have grown up where all this was happening. Ireland never had a huge influx of people from other countries immigrating yeah. in. Irish people are always people who immigrated out. So I think I think it's going to be really interesting. And I think people are going to be really interested to hear what the reality is like on the other side. And not Absolutely. what they think it They is. think it's like, oh, we tease you. It's not that bad. But yeah. those kind of things stay. Like, I'm 22 years old and I can recall everything. Yeah. Like, even to my little brother, I'm like, you just, you need to include absolutely everybody. Yeah. You have to include because you just don't know how hard it is for them. And even now in college, there are students who would be nearby sitting in lectures and not talking to anybody and I would be like we have to include him like we just yeah. have to like I just after what I've been through and it builds character you just you're you're just more aware yeah and you just teach others to just include everybody so that was primary school yeah negative experience 
and that was all primary school yeah it wasn't great sixth class was better because then my english was there so okay so i I, kind of like by 11 12 you were fairly fluent yes 12 and then you move into secondary school so how did life change for you in secondary school so secondary school was great it i i couldn't really say anything because then i had english then i made friends and i made friends with other foreign people like my circle was very a bit of everything brazil poland latvia uh it was everything like every culture could possibly think of yeah and then a few irish friends as well so i my english was great i am social like i do want to talk and get to know people so i can't say anything bad about secondary school i I thought it was great i wasn't fan of school yeah but that's a different story yeah that's a different story but as a friend aspect and social life i i loved it it was great i made long-term friends what i love i i love to hear that it it is it is nice to hear that another question i wanted to ask you touching on that i suppose is how did it affect you or what was it like when you hear people say things like oh foreigners and da, 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 and mm. like all that ignorance that can be out there that does exist yeah what is that like from your perspective I suppose it's kind of like the nasty side of yeah Irish culture yeah I haven't seen that a lot yeah there are people who make a comment here and there but I just don't think I would want to waste my bread on it. Yeah. I really don't. Like, at, so, at some stage, you're like, if you don't know by now, yeah, I, I'm not going to change your opinion in, like, a 15, 20-minute conversation. Yeah. Um, unless it was directed at me completely, I would absolutely say something. Yeah. But I think within years, it has gotten better. Yeah. It has. And I don't know. I just... There's nothing you can really say unless it's, like, really, really bad. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I just... I, I, I 100% get you, but it's so nice to hear. I, I do think it's gotten better as well. Yeah. And it's nice that, like, you know, you obviously went to school, had a great time, made loads of friends, and then you went to college. I did. And obviously made more friends. And now, yeah. And look at you now. But just out, out of curiosity, what are, like, the cultural differences between Ireland and Lithuania? Oh, my God. Is it, like, night and day? It is, like, night and day. But then again, I left, I left Lithuania when I was 10. Yeah. So my English wasn't great. Then I learned English, but leaving fourth class in Lithuania, that means my Lithuanian didn't improve much. I wasn't yeah. included in Lithuanian social life. I didn't have many friends in Lithuania when I like after living here so long. Yeah. So I found myself recently in a little bit of a weird situation where I don't know where I completely belong. Right. Because I feel like I left Lithuania so early. So okay I'm Lithuanian but I have a lot of Irish views and then I'm living here in Ireland but I I know deep down I'm Lithuanian because when I go home that's home but when I come back here here is home as well so I don't know what am I more because I spent half my life there half my life here and I genuinely don't know because I haven't lived that long I can't I can't really comment on that much but everything is so much different like even the most ridiculous things like for example starting families young my mom my mom had me when she was 21 and she she would look at me now and she'd be like, Roberta, you're 22. You don't have a boyfriend? Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, are you joking me? I'm going to yeah. have kids when I'm 30. Yeah, yeah. And then she just, her eyes just roll backwards. Yeah. Because it's that's like, so cause that means you're going to be an old mom. Like that's crazy to her. And I'm like, no, don't say an old mom. Say financially stable <laughs> in a long-term relationship. That. You know, I can yeah. afford kids. Absolutely. It's like, do have your fun first. 
Do you know, so, exactly. You've got a lot of life to live. But back home, it's yeah. so normal to have a kid at 21, 22, and That's it would crazy. never be looked at you crazy because if, I don't know, if one of my friends told me they're pregnant, I'd be like, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? If I told my mother I was pregnant at 21, she would have lost yeah. her life. She would yeah. have collapsed onto the floor. Onto the floor because yeah. I, I love this about Ireland how important is education yeah how important is to go to college back home is it is important but not as yeah and i think my parents know that and that's why they were so so supportive supportive and just just go to college do whatever you want to just please go to college just get that education whatever you want to do just go (laughs) yeah i i love i actually love that but it's so funny because like i do feel like a lot of the eastern european cultures and stuff it's like they get it's like you're going out with someone a year or two it's like okay you're getting married Mm. where's the engagement ring like ask the father for permission very absolutely school like i it's mad it's literally the man is the man the woman is the woman yeah. it's very defined roles very defined roles very old-fashioned roles i mean it is it is getting more modern yeah you can't say yeah. can't can't paint everyone with the same brush but yeah. majority houses are kind of like that <gasps> so we'll go back to the what we were talking about before so you talked on your stories like you said how you literally were the person in the house who was going to the mortgage meetings talking yeah. to the person you're renting the house from doing all this like really adult stuff when you were yeah 14 15 16 17 18 12 roberta 12 12 12 <gasps> i had my first serious conversation with a landlord at 12 and is it your parents standing beside you yeah just and you looking pretty yeah <gasps> yeah I love how I said 14, 15. <laughs> I actually didn't even, I w- I, my mind didn't even go, I was like, no, surely not. Because I think of a 12-year-old as a baby, like. When we moved to Ireland, I was 10. My brother was, at that point, a year, two years old. So when I learned English, she, my mom was like, great, I don't need to hire anyone to go to our doctor's appointments. It's going to be you now. So when we would go for my brother's health checkups, or if he was sick or anything, there I am. <gasps> But like, so hold on a second, Mike. Now I'm just thinking, you moved here when you were 10. Yes. And you were fluent in two years. Less than two, a year and a half. I was already ready to communicate. Roberta, how bad was that traumatic experience? It literally (laughs) made you, what? It's different when you're living around people who constantly speak English. You understand it first and then the I had no choice. Yeah. So what what is that like? Because you're kind of, a 12 year old should be not even knowing what this is. Exactly. Here you are. Yeah. Talk through that experience. I was 12, 13, going 30. There's like no other way to put it. And I I would talk to landlords. I would fill in bank applications. I would translate my dad's work contract. Yeah. If I didn't understand, I had to understand and I had to find out. I had to Google it because if I didn't understand, nobody else will. (gasps) That's so true. There there was no other option. So it was on me and... It was like the number one thing me and my parents fought about. Let me like let Fair me just enough. make it clear. I was a very good child. I was yeah. never late home. I never misbehaved. I've never done anything. The only yeah. thing me and my parents fought about is that I was the head of the household almost. Yeah. And I had to do all these things. And I used to uh, scream at the top of my lungs. I hate this house. Yeah. Why are you making me do this? Why can't I just be at 12, 13 caring about boys, school, homework? Yeah. I have to care if our landlord is going to raise our rent and what I'm going to say. Yeah. And it's just me talking and I'm not a, I'm, I was a shy person. 
person at the time and i was like i hate i hate saying this and they're yeah. like no say that i'm like ah so we, you were probably arguing back with them as well exactly it, just- it was me and i was like i don't want to say that and they're like yeah. well you have to yeah and it wasn't fine and i did a lot of things like i remember when i was 16 17 what doing my leaving cert and i walked into the bank with my uniform secondary school uniform and i said hey can i have a mortgage application can yeah. we set up a meeting with someone next week the guy laughed at me he was like <laughs> you probably thought you were joking like. he, he he looked at me like i had four heads he yeah. was like <laughs> okay how yeah. is next thursday and i was like perfect thank you very much see you next thursday it was at that point it was so completely normal yeah. i stopped going to the doctors with my parents when i was 13 14 because I thought, what's the point of dragging you from the house here when you're just sitting here looking pretty? No offense, mom. Yeah. But you're just not like, what's the point? Yeah. She was like, oh, grand. I don't have to go. Go by yourself. Oh, my God. So, yeah, 13, 14. Oh, my God. I would go to doctors by myself and I still go to the same doctor. She's great. And she just looks at me. She's like, I can't believe like you are so fantastic. And I had. That's true. I had a boyfriend who was like 20 years old and had to go to the doctors with his mom I I was like, you are a fucking loser. Like, Who am I with? <laughs> you are a loser. Like, I literally was about to say, I know people who are literally still like my age and probably get their parents to do shit for them. No, but no, I get some people have really high anxiety. I've I had anxiety too, but like I know people who just cannot make a call. It's just so hard for them. I'm like, give me the phone. Yeah. Give, give me the phone. Like, this is nothing. This is easy. This is playground stuff. So even when we were getting that mortgage, like me and my parents, because I, I had to grow up really fast, like yeah. really, really fast. And living abroad, I, I had to ask my parents the difficult questions. And for some people that is so like, whoa, you do not ask that. I asked my parents straight out, if you two died, what do I do? Yeah. Like, what what would happen? What would... The house, mortgage, where would you want me to bury you? Like, do, yeah. do you want to be cremated? Like, yeah. <laughs> we had that conversation so openly and we were at the bank and they were like, the guy is talking to me and he was like, he was so uncomfortable. Sarah, I can't describe. <laughs> oh this man was so uncomfortable. <laughs> Here there is 17 year old girl with her father sitting in there and yeah. there he's talking to me. He was like, I know this is very difficult to hear, but if your parents died... The, the the bank would you know cover yeah. the mortgage and whatever's left would go to you i was like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're like yeah okay whatever uh, yeah i know that <laughs> this is why we're getting insurance from other places like we we talked about these things yeah. like really young because you just never know what happens so i did say that we would fight a lot about that a lot and yeah. i hated it. i just wanted to be a teenager i wanted my mom course, to make calls for me like, i wanted yeah. i didn't want to care if we're gonna get the house or not like yeah. i didn't want to do that but my mom set me down and said roberta if something were to happen to me and dad, I have full confidence that I have prepared you for life. Yeah. And that took a minute to kind of comprehend. And then I was like, okay, if they did die, God forbid. Yeah. I would be able to take care of the house. I would be able yeah. to take care of my brother. I would know exactly what to do. I would be okay. Yeah. I wouldn't be completely lost, like a fish in the ocean. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, this isn't, this isn't bad. Like, this is good. I will never be lost in life. Absolutely. It is better to be someone who's self-sufficient. Yeah. Who knows how to look after themselves properly. Mm. Who can be completely responsible for their life. Like they taught you some very important, not like on purpose, just it was circumstantial. Circumstances, yeah. you taught some, you learned some extremely important 
life-changing things like some adults don't even know these things some adults don't even have some people never fully know what it's like to take full responsibility and to really like boss up for their life and that it's now obviously like it was very upsetting because no one at 14 15 16 yeah. you go to college you want your pe- you want your teachers to hand you the notes to learn yeah L- tell me everything and i'll go do it you just don't want to have to think about those things and and in one side you, like you shouldn't have to mm. so full on it should be kind of like drip fed to you yeah do you get what i'm saying i do yes but i would every single day rather to be you than to be the opposite completely Someone clueless who has been literally like spoon fed through life but at the same time i just i am quite critical of myself and i don't want to give myself the credit because i'm like roberta you're not special there are like a million other foreign yeah. kids in this country who yeah. do exact same thing if not more like my friend irish friends would give me so much praise oh my god you're the best you're so good i can't believe you're doing this you're yeah. like the head of the house great and i'm like yeah i am a fucking rock star yeah dead right <laughs> but then again i'm like it's not that it's not that special like i know my friends who are foreign kids and do the exact same but i'm like okay i have learned lifelong lessons so yeah it's okay yeah ab- absolutely and like it does deserve praise because listen if anyone's put in that situation like you have to you know it's do or die sink or swim do you not kind yeah. of away but you do deserve credit because you could have rebelled again you could have chosen a different reaction do you not kind of i tried to rebel <laughs> you tried I, sarah <laughs> How'd it go for you? My mom very lovely likes to say these days that I have a strong personality. But what she meant was that I have a difficult person because yeah. I try to rebel. Absolutely try to rebel. I would lock my door be like, I'm not doing it. I'm not translating that. I'm yeah. not calling. You do it. <gasps> oh. And obviously they can. So they throw a fit and then we're screaming, shouting yeah. through the door. Yeah. I try to rebel. The problem doesn't go away. <laughs> yeah. The problem these days for a yeah. day or two, everyone's freaking mad. We're all fighting. I'm crying. I don't know. Like, and you end up doing it anyway. I end up doing it anyway. Yeah. So now I just do it, get out of my hair and that's it yeah but that really affected my love life interesting right very interesting i only realized this this year yeah well last year because um you know i've been single for quite some time and you know talking to guys seeing what's out there listening to my friends and relationships and what kind of guys they're seeing and from being such an adult at such a young age and all the things that i can do yeah i cannot see myself with a partner who cannot do the same or more see that's in a way in a way that's fair enough though Mm. well you want someone who can who is able to step up take ownership for themselves you don't want someone that you need to fucking mommy which is is a danger area for you because if you're that type of woman you are going to attract that type of man do you know what i mean but you want a lad you want a man who can take care of you yes you want a man who's man enough to let you be woman and woman you, you know took I mean? the words out of my mouth sarah yeah exactly yeah. like for example like the love language like act of service like when somebody does something for me gets my bottle of water opens the door i don't know puts petrol in my car, something stupid like that yeah. because i take care of everyone yeah and when someone takes care of me oh yeah oh my goodness yeah it's yeah. such a love language yeah. for me and i'm like wow i am taken care of it's just so I need it right it's yeah. like I am taken care of now so that's just that's how it affected me I do think if you find somebody who obviously you get to know someone obviously if you fancy them they're attractive mm. and all that fun stuff but like I do think if you find someone who wants you know wants to be with you and like it's all that stuff mm. if you ex- if you communicate that and they're not like they're not like you know someone who's 22 but mentally still 15 
Do you know what I mean? If they've cop on and they take responsibility in other areas of their life, they will. You can. That's a teachable skill. All men you can you train need to them. take away a couple of years. Yeah, I feel like if they're twenty two, they're act eighteen. I think. I think they're like that if they've not been through something in their life. If something's happened yeah. in their lives that has made them have to grow up, like you. I've been with a few guys who had just had everything given to them, handed to them, yeah. mommy's boys, and oh my god, it it was. Ugh. Yeah. I, I can't describe it. It was just such a horrible match. It's such... It's so off-putting. So it's off-putting. So it's off-putting. just like... I don't want a guy. I want a man. Yeah. And you're someone who knows yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're confident. You're a strong person. And I mean that, like, in a really good way. Like, yeah. you're strong. You know yourself. You know your values. You know your worth. You know, you couldn't be with someone like After that. my last relationship, I took a two-year break just to grow on myself. Yeah be by myself i was i fell in love with my own company i yeah i learned exactly what i need in a relationship not the superficial stuff he needs to be tall yeah. he needs to have dark eyes i mean personality traits how i deserve to be treated yeah and i have met guys who would give me something but it wasn't just what i needed. i was like there's no point goodbye yeah yeah not even wasting time on that you do not take my most important boxes and it's not happening what are your most important boxes Ooh good one <laughs> i actually on first dates i do not tell guys what kind of guys i'm into oh yeah don't no you Never. can't do that it's a trap yeah they'll pretend they, they will I, yeah. I like someone with a good sense of humor yeah fact. someone that i can talk to for about anything and everything yeah trust trust so important everything for me because i don't i don't i don't really trust a lot of people i have a really small circle of friends yeah. so if i can trust you and tell you like my family things and what my thoughts are and you yeah. will be supportive and understanding like that is everything and even especially supportive about my choices in life like instagram and wanted yeah. to be a lawyer just not really look down because i've been with someone who looked down on me for that i've been with someone who would say nobody cares what you post on instagram like what are you doing and i was like oh, oh my gosh get lost you get, he, he got lost <laughs> dead right he got lost no better woman no better fucking woman yeah Oh my god! Family is important to me. If they make yeah. effort with my family, that's that's good. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do think trust. You can't have a relationship without trust. Yeah. Point blank. Period. Exactly. Trust comes first. Respect comes second. And if you've trust and respect, respect. love, love will come. Yeah. Oh, well, also attraction. So let's say I'll say the recipe for love is trust, respect, and attraction. And they don't have to be like a model. It's just attraction. Do you know what I mean? And yes. that's where humor comes in. And things yeah. like that. Oh my god, if you're funny, you're sexy. Yeah. There's you can have yes. like, I don't know, four eyes, but if you're really funny, yes. Ah yes. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're smart, I hate like I couldn't be with someone who's like 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 very I like very a manly dumb. man. <sighs> like funny. I'll pump your gas. Yeah. I'll I'll open I'll hold your bag. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it's funny because like I'm such a like I'm like, I can do it myself. I can very, do it. I'm, but I don't want to. Just because I can doesn't mean I, I should. Yes. That's exactly, it. <laughs> exactly. Like, I know I can do it myself, but I prefer it when you do it for me. So thank you. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you play the roles. Yeah. yeah. But in the, but also like, but only in the fun ways, but like, you know, don't be putting me into a little box or anything. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. Then my, then my teeth, my claws will come out. How are Irish boys and Lithuanian boys different? <gasps> so different. Yeah. So, so, so different. 
Uh, Irish boys are very timid. Yeah. And I did not come up with that. Someone who moved to Ireland from the UK has said that. She said Irish boys are very timid. They like a woman who approaches them, maybe gives a hint, like makes a first move. They're clueless. I have heard so many times from Irish guys that said, oh, I love when a woman makes the first move. It's so attractive. And Irish guys are, they're lovely. They're great. They really are. Yeah. But they're timid and they do start families and take relationships seriously at an older age, I think. At an older yeah. age. Yeah. The, um, yeah. Lithuanians, they, very manly men. Yeah. Very. Yeah, and they start families young and like yeah. to- you know your first girl i feel like i feel like all those eastern europeans they could be like i was engaged to my last girlfriend There's yeah not, like that would be a normal thing to happen yeah. and they broke up whereas in ireland it's like if you were engaged someone that it would was be... it and they would be 30 35 yeah yeah it's interesting now i was i've i've been with keen since i was we were 19 but mm-hmm. we definitely i'm my like i'm the only one of my friends that have been in a relationship that young it's definitely not normal like so, I get what you're when saying. When you find guys. someone you know, you know, but it, yeah. it doesn't work for everyone. But if you have found it, yeah. it it's rare, but it it's, it clearly works. It's the but that's what I was saying. I was like, like it's only Keen's friends now at like 27, 26, mm. 27, 28 They're starting to get into relationships. Yeah, like a lot of my like friends I know that are lads. It's later on, so you're so right. And I know so many relationships in Lithuania that they met at nineteen married and kids at 22 or 25 and there they are still together yeah they just start quite younger because like family is like number one and the family is number one in ireland too but they just start a little bit later yeah yeah we're all we're very independent people that's what i love about ireland because education comes first no family while i'm in college yeah that's what i admire yeah yeah it's it's interesting i think our lads are they like they like a girl to let them know that they're interested and then once they know the girl's interested then Then they like then they like to chase only they like because there's so many lads that like when like American girls are too full on it scares them away yeah it's intimidating it's intimidating so they like a little bit and then they pull and then they're like okay Irish boys are timid they're cute little things but they're timid in Lithuania like for sure a bunch of guys would approach you and make the first and bring you flowers on the first date like here flowers are like I don't know so rare (laughs) You Sorry. definitely wouldn't get it on the like. You wouldn't get it on the first date. But then I know a lot of girls. If a lad brought them flowers on the first date, they get the ick. They'd be like, Ugh, "Oh my god!" That's, I think I think I probably would on the first date. I'd be like, "Oh my god, why are you brought flowers?" If, um, the, would you like the flowers on the first date? Yes. <laughs> Let's go to Paris on the second one. Yeah. Why did you start your TikTok, and what has it been like? growing a page and what's it like getting millions and millions of views (laughs) what is that like because not many people listening to this podcast would have had that experience it's it's a funny story go on uh tiktok had just started yeah and we were at a house party and my dear friend turned to me and he said roberta you should join tiktok you'd be great at it you have the personality for it yeah I laughed in his face. I was like, are you joking me? Me and TikTok. What am I going to do? Dance. Like, I thought it was so cringy and I'm never going to be on it. Yeah. But I was like, oh, it's kind of interesting. It's fun to watch. I was definitely watching and watching and watching. Addicted. And then I was like, I kind of want to post. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not going to dance and I'm definitely not going to talk in front of a camera. I didn't know what to say. I didn't think I had anything interesting or worthwhile to say. Yeah. And I would just hop on trends, do something easy, lip sync, nothing special and nothing that required any talent at all. Yeah. Just do the bare minimum, look pretty in front of a camera, do the best you can, post it. Yeah. And I did do that. 
Yeah. And it was going well for some quite time. I would get like 5,000 views, 10,000 views. I'd be like, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. But my big break was when I created a video talking about men, talking about dating. God. The video was that uh, what's like my first red flag that would make me drop a guy. And that was if you ask me on a first date what I want to do and if you can't plan it. You know, like oh, I want a guy to be like, I'm taking yeah. you here and there rather yeah. than what do you want to do? And I said it's that while. When lads do that. Yeah, so 100%. Sexy. So I was doing my skincare routine while I was filming that video. Yeah. So the men were coming at me for how oh. high maintenance I am. The men at TikTok are a different breed. And then the girls, what's your skincare routine? Yeah. Your skin is amazing. Tell us what you yeah. do. And, I, and it got millions of views. Oh and I was like, whoa. That's like a whole country. <laughs> it is when you look at those numbers. You're like, when you look at those it, numbers, it blows your mind. It does. And then the yeah. second viral video was with my brother, and it was just a chatting. And I was like, those two videos happened close in time. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like this is amazing. This is yeah. this is wild. So it's like a hit of drugs. You're like on a high. You're so like, oh, I was like, okay, oh. someone asked me about my skincare, so I'm gonna answer them. It's not just me talking about my skincare. Yeah, yeah. And I did it. And I did a video of before and after what my skincare, what my skin looked like, yeah. and then boom, TikTok was like, "Girl, you got the views." They didn't shadow ban me; they pushed all my videos. It was hundreds and thousands of views every single video I posted for like Crazy. three, four months straight. I think I gained like um, like eighty thousand followers in a week that's crazy roberta like it's it's it was wild i would wake up on instagram in the morning i would check i would go to sleep with 10k i would wake up with 12 13 <gasps> that's it crazy. was growing in hundreds every night and i completely forgot about college i was feeding the dragon yeah i was feeding it five videos every day makeup skincare hair because i'm good at it yeah i know i'm good at it. i'm not a professional at all yeah. i all i've learned was from playing with makeup from youtube or playing with my mother's makeup so like all of us nights out exactly everything. like all of us yeah. but I, I i i know i'm good at it yeah you are so i love hair and i love taking care of myself your hair like, oh my uh, god it's thank your hair you. that like gets me <laughs> no like when you curl it it's the most bounciest most beautiful curls i'm like my hair could never it my could. hair could never it absolutely could sarah well, anyways i don't want to interrupt you sorry go yeah on. so i shared what i was naturally good at yeah and then that's how it happened then yeah. it it kind of transferred to instagram where i would be more open i would come on my story absolutely cringe myself put up a story not watch it ever again because that's like <gasps> then it would make me delete it yeah and then let it go and people loved it yeah absolutely loved it girls would dm me pictures of their skin and say tell me what to do and i was like absolutely here's a list do you know it's so funny like because you're talking about like the first few months of 2020 yeah so the first few months of 2020 my skin broke out the worst it ever did in my life so what the fuck happened but me and all my friends i'm obsessed with skincare always have been i am the you of my group of friends do you get me like i put yeah. everyone on a skincare plan keen i'm putting his housemate on one i put all his brothers on one. like i am mm. obsessed um but I feel like that time, it was such a good time for that because for the first time ever, me and all my friends in our group chat, we all were sharing each other's skincare and we were taking mm -hmm. pictures, putting in whatever. I think the whole world became like obsessed with the ordinary and all that stuff. So you really like hit it at the most perfect time as well as knowing your shit. Yeah. You hit it at a really good time. This was actually 2021. Oh, this is 2021. This was last year. 
Oh my god, yeah, I'm getting my years mixed up. It's 2022. It's only been a year. Oh my god, this this 2021. Yeah, yeah, everyone was at home in lockdown. No one's going anywhere. Yeah. Everyone's what going That's on their phones. Yeah. So all these skincare videos and everything, and I was figuring out my skin, and then I looked at my photos before and after, and it was just insane. I was like, I can't believe I did that. Go me. Yeah. So I was like, okay, if I if I did this, here you go. Yeah. Have at it. But then with the following came more responsibility yeah i kept thinking okay this suits my skin i've been doing this for months someone who just begin if they do that what's if they break out like i yeah. don't want to be liable for that would you be would you would you be ever like scared giving out advice to people on the dms absolutely this is why i changed it i no longer started sharing my routine on instagram yeah i would put up q a's and ask very answer very individual questions yeah and if i showed you my dms not one freaking boy in there it's yeah. all it's yeah. all girls who tell me i have dry skin i have acne these are my photos yeah and i would tell them okay this is what you use i would give personal skincare yeah. routines to them yeah. I even had a business idea. Yeah, I was ready skin to... Skin by RV. Skin by RV. What happened? Though I understand though. Yeah. I understand. My anxiety took the best of me. I I think you do know a lot about skincare, obviously. Yeah. But I do think you also made the right decision. I do, I do think deep down I knew, but I was at that idea and making that page since May. Okay. So time. if that page had been done sooner, it would be out. Because I only yeah. came to this conclusion this December. So, okay, for people listening who might know what we're on about. So, first of all, actually, can I just touch on how much time were you spending replying to people? That's so time consuming. Oh, my gosh. A lot of time. Oh, my a God. A lot of time. That's if if, a if a girl did not say, hi, how are you, please, not doing it. <laughs> Fair enough, though. If they're like, give me a fucking skincare routine, they I'd would like, say, they say that Some girls would say, dry skin, this, this, that, send pictures. That's it. Oh, my God. So cheeky. So cheeky. I so cheeky I would, no would you're not get, you're not that. getting one yeah 100% I like the girls to say hi how are you how are you at getting on at least be nice like yeah. at least be polite politeness goes a long way fact and being kind goes a long way but anyways okay so skin by RV so you were giving out you were talking about skin a lot on TikTok yes and Instagram and you were like helping people and then you came up with the idea like how people do the coaching coaching personal coaching and I thought why am I wasting my time on Instagram? DMs get lost. Everything gets lost. Yeah. Let's create a website yeah. with plans. Skincare yeah. plans. Five-week plan. Four-week plan. Depending on what your skin needs. Texture. Um, acne, scars. Acne. Everything. The whole lot. Just yeah. brightening, youthful skin. And there was like packs. Packages, if I can say. Yeah. With a different price point. Everything was under 100 euro. Yeah. Like for five weeks of me talking through your skin and monitoring and doing everything yeah. I can possibly can. Of course, if it didn't work out, I was going to like refund you the money. Like I had a whole plan. Yeah. But then I remember sitting at night and my anxiety was going crazy. Yeah. I'm like, it, I've been at it for too long. Yeah. The website wasn't ready for like five, six months. And I'm just thinking, if something goes wrong, I'm not a licensed esthetician. Yeah. I have no right to be doing this. If something goes wrong, I am at fault. And like, yeah. who do I think I am? Like, I just can't do this. Then I was like, maybe I'm, I'm going, I was going crazy. And I'm like, maybe I can, maybe I shouldn't. And then I came to the conclusion that like, I shouldn't, but I really wanted to. I think that if you went and you got something like you see some, like you can be an esthetician and then some people would be like no dermatologist obviously that's like years and years yeah. and years and years of school i think if you got something because it's see it's so hard because it's like skin and it's like someone could have a reaction and Absolutely. you don't want to be liable and it's such a it's such a complicated 
there were a sticky area. There were a lot of pros and cons. Yeah. There there were more pron there were more pros and con than cons, yeah. but I just thought for I didn't want to leave an open door to people come at me with yeah. hate and say, Who do you think you are? Yeah. You're not a dermatologist, what are you doing? I think it's a great idea though, and I think it is something I to think keep in your back pocket absolutely. if you want to further educate yourself. Because formally. I know the advice that I do give on I still give skincare yeah. advice on my Instagram DMs. I do tell them take it with a grain of salt like it might not go well but every every feedback that has come back to me has been positive and when they send me before and after photos i talked like roberta like don't be so mean to yourself you can do this look you helped someone and they're so grateful they're sending me photos of their skin on their wedding day yeah yeah and they're like roberta thank you so much you've changed it i'm like oh my god i'm rock star yeah (laughs) and dead right like it's 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 lovely to see that happen it's the best feeling it's such a good feeling it's thriving you're like oh my god i'm a genius exactly (laughs) because some like i think every girl has a 10 step skincare routine but that is so not true no, so not true absolutely not. so i when, know so many girls who still don't even put spf on every day and it kills me yeah kills me that's me man. roberta <laughs> am i gonna have to go over there and slap you you don't use spf every day oh my god no i thought you said that do put spf oh every i was day. like oh my god come on <laughs> no i know girls who don't use spf Sorry, and i'm like I miss her too. i'm like no they, maybe i said it wrong no, but i was SPF like for days spf is like if you do nothing and you're listening to this podcast please just use spf every day spf 50 SPF 50 don't text boys and eat good that's that's the mantra to live by <laughs> that's write that down work on yourself 2022 let's talk about your procedure you had done I thought we we're gonna say leaving cert oh my god yes yeah. I promise leaving cert go on pause yeah. sorry okay revert back so okay Roberta let's talk about your leaving cert because I remember so you shared that Tracy was Tr- Tracy Colby. If anyone doesn't know, go follow her. She's absolutely fabulous. Yes, she um, shared her leaving search journey. She did, which was I mean, like I forget how many points, but she like she got very little points, and it was just but she's so successful, it was amazing, and it kind of started it was a great story, trend. amazing, and um, it kind of started this trend. A lot of other Irish influencers started sharing their story, and you yeah. were one of them, and I loved hearing her. So it was so honest, and yeah. I just thought, oh my God, you're going to make so many people feel better because leaving cert is such a touchy subject. It's so difficult. <sighs> it's and uh, like so much pressure. There's a lot of people feel awful about themselves around it. And I'm like, it's so nice to hear people, so refreshing to hear people say opposite stories and they're very, very successful. It yes. It doesn't have to, it's not, it's not do or die. Because so. when you're in the, le- when you're in that leaving cert place and you're in sixth year, you think if i'm not going to get 500 600 points i am going to be nothing i'm going to be nobody but like life just doesn't work that way and now i can say this but like a six-year sitting next to me right now would the information would go through one year and come out the other yeah it wouldn't have any impact on them but when i was doing my leaving cert i I was thinking this is it like if i don't get it i don't get in and i did i was going through one of the hardest times in my life during the leaving cert, not because of the leaving cert but because one of my family members was very, very sick. Yeah. And I had to take care of them and be oh there twenty four seven. It was constant, like there was no breaks and I just thought like this is impacting my mental health now and it was really, really bad. It was like one of the most, the hardest things I've had to go through. And doing the leaving cert at the same time while looking for a home. Yeah. It was I was seventeen at the time. 
Yeah. So it was really, really difficult. And I didn't do well. I actually didn't tell anyone. Nobody knows how much I got on my leaving because yeah. I was just so embarrassed. Yeah. But I had to take a year out to yeah. take care of my sick family member. And it was... It was so difficult. Oh my god, Roberta, you weren't even you weren't even legal yet. The <laughs> life you lived yes. from like zero to from like ten to seventeen. Yeah, crazy. I it it was very difficult. It was one of those things like I really wouldn't wish anyone upon. I wouldn't share the story because it's not my story to share. Yeah, but it, it was difficult, and I had to take a year out to be there. Yeah, because if it was me, it was who else? Yeah. So I, I took a year out, didn't go to college, and then I did the next year because I didn't get into UCC. Yeah. And I always saw myself in UCC. Yeah. And I always wanted to do law. So I thought I will do a PLC course. Yeah. And I tried to, I got I didn't get into where I wanted to get in, but then I got into this amazing college in Central College Limerick. It's a really small college, but the attention you get from the teachers, the lecturers, yeah. professors is so amazing and i excelled i did so so well in those exams yeah. i got distinctions in every single one of my exams except accounting <laughs> <laughs> no joke i didn't i did not do good at accounting it's, i it's not for everyone i admire people who are good at numbers i'm good with money but don't ask me questions about like equations or anything okay so that was that and i i was then i started manifesting yeah. because like you're a very good manifester oh i am yeah I oh i am have, at the it. i did my exams in may yeah and people would ask me it's such a common thing to ask where are you going where do you study what do you do yeah what college do you go to and i would tell everyone i'm going to ucc in september i no. didn't i didn't know i was going to ucc in september i didn't i wasn't gonna know until august yeah i told everyone that was it i'm going to do law in ucc yeah. in september i'm moving to quark they're yeah. like, oh, come on, good, good on you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> go me. Oh my god, a week, and then you go home, and you're like, you've like, I, <laughs> I was the day before my, actually the morning of my results coming out and telling yeah. me where I went. I was like, I'm gonna be so embarrassed if I just told all these people I'm going to UCC and I actually don't. Like, I am you going must have been sweating. I would have been sweating. Cold sweats, cold sweats. Yeah. And what do you know? Got into UCC. I love it. Yeah. I got into UCC and I was like, oh my God, yeah. manifesting works. Not my hard work, <laughs> manifesting. Yeah, I know. It, it was, was a magic. <laughs> well, they actually do accept 10 students from a PLC course into law in UCC. I do, I do love that because you never The numbers are small. You never know what happens yeah. in a certain year where you're at. And it's so, the leaving cert system is so cruel. Yeah, I appreciated college because I yeah. wanted to be there. Yeah. I, uh, at the same time, I was older than everyone. Everyone was straight out of you're school. You're only 22 now and you're in your final year. I oh, uh, yeah, three years. Oh, it's three years. It's three years. Okay. Well, it's actually four, but I decided not to go in Erasmus. Yeah. So it would have been four, but it's three, and all my friends are like eighteen, nineteen, just starting twenty. I'm twenty-two, so I was in. I was a little oh, older than everyone. Have, your friends are eighteen, and they're they are were oh. they were when I was starting college. Okay. So I was two years older than everyone. Okay. Cool. And I thought, oh my god. But made great friends, amazing friends. Yeah. It was an amazing experience before the pandemic hit. And then I was robbed of my college experience that I worked so hard for. So you only got one year in college? I got one one year and a half. And then I, got, I moved back. It just, financially, it didn't make sense to live no. in Cork. No. All my friends were on Erasmus. I was completely robbed of my college experience. Oh my God, Roberta, I was like, right. Sarah, this is depressing. Go I'm get like, some wine. I'm like, I need to like give like childhood her a hug, 17 Roberta hug, and like Roberta hug like... A year to go in now. <laughs> I'm doing they good. They all need hugs. <laughs> well, the plan yeah. is 
in september when i finished college yeah i want to move to london you were saying that yeah. i want to move to london i definitely see myself there okay i want to do at the same time i just can't go for shits and giggles right i need to have a purpose yeah and that purpose is masters or continuing on so much education yeah so while i'm doing that i'm going to study part-time pursue instagram yeah pursue social media because yeah. i i'm i always listen to my gut and i'm yeah. very rarely wrong on that i just know i need to be there yeah yeah no matter how it goes i'm giving myself three years yeah if it happens it happens if i don't go back to law that's my rule i'm yeah. giving myself three years no no more there's no point you know milking a cow there's no milk yeah, yeah. so that's the plan you are you are a woman with a plan 100 percent. absolutely if i say i'm gonna do something i do it even if my heart says no no yeah. my mind said that's it right okay moving on it's a a body procedure yes this year i to say i was living for the update i was like oh my god what are really? you doing yeah it's so exciting i was it like was. so curious i mean everyone's here it's the thing that everyone's curious about everyone's curious about that you know what i mean so do you want to talk about that absolutely because i talk about my boobs with everybody <laughs> okay. everybody the girl who does my wax the girl who does my laser Stop. people i just meet yeah. someone at some event walked up to me and said i was like girl i know <laughs> i paid for them i paid for them <laughs> absolutely no i don't mind talking about procedures at all okay. one it's my body to the happiest i've ever felt in my skin oh, i love that absolutely uh fun story my parents were not happy about okay. it tell people what you got done yeah and, and then we'll dive into and that then, and then like i feel like people listening they're probably following me so they know the story but just like if anyone's new yeah what did you get done so i got a fat transfer to okay. my breasts from where uh from my back my thighs and my hips <gasps> oh my god so i i didn't want implants yeah i did my research they're complicated you need to re- you need to replace them your body yeah. can reject them i yeah i didn't like the look of them they were not for me yeah so on some look great i always knew i was going to get the surgery in lithuania 1000 percent. i know how popular um those kind of procedures are back home the care the aftercare i researched my surgeon i knew the hands i was going into yeah but i never knew that they have a clinic here in dublin mad so when i saw another girl on instagram getting it done yeah i thought oh my god they're here like i and i called them the next day yeah we set up a phone call we talked about it we sent them photo i sent them photos I asked them for price, everything, and they sent me everything I would possibly want answers to. Yeah. And within a couple of weeks, I decided I was like, "Boom, let's book it, let's go." How ex- how expensive was it? Four grand. Four grand. Well, that's, that's just a- the surgery. Okay. The after are we including like hotel flights, transport, anything you could possibly think of? So first, the price of the surgery alone, four grand. Four. I would say, oh my god, that's so good for everything. But yeah, like, it is four grand. That's that, and then total six grand maybe nearly six six grand okay nearly six so yeah it'd be, it's anyone thinking so here you are you fly alone to lithuania and you get the surgery done yeah how long was the recovery process two months okay but that was because it wasn't just like a normal boob job it was a fat transfer which means i had to get regular massages every week i it, it, it was a process yeah but 
I would definitely do it again. Not that I will do it again. I'm saying that it was so worth it. Yeah. It was a long process. It was definitely work. It was definitely not something you just get and forget. Yeah. You do it and you forget about it. Yeah. Because I've had I've heard some horror stories from yeah. fat transfers here in Ireland, and there are very it can few. Be very dangerous. People die from liposuction. Depends where you put it. Oh, so you put it to the bum. That's yeah, very, that's where it's dangerous. That's dangerous. Yeah. And yeah, lipo is dangerous to a certain point yeah but i i heard so many horror stories here and there are very few surgeons who do those kind of like yeah it's not plastic big here. surgery is not big in ireland no, it's not. and i definitely knew i wasn't gonna go to turkey to a foreign country i knew nothing about yeah. god knows whose basement i was gonna get done in yeah yeah so yeah. that wasn't gonna happen lithuania was the spot yeah because i know pop surgery is it really is it really popular in lithuania absolutely yeah oh boob just left really? and right absolutely <gasps> not as turkey but yeah we have so, really high quality surgeons. Is there a lot of scarring? None. None. Could literally f- show you right now. There's. It looks like a red, sc- red pimple scar. It's nothing. Oh my god! It it does. I'm telling you right now. It does sound tempting. You're like, oh my I w- god. Oh my god! I would literally show you my boobs right now. <gasps> oh my god! I'm like, stop! Ooh, we're having a raunchy podcast. Can you see the red spot? Yeah, that's it. Oh my god, that's nothing. That is nothing. You couldn't do that. It looks like a little tiny freckle. Oh my god, my li- I have a scar for my belly button ring because my body rejected it. That's bigger than that and yeah. uglier than that. Yeah, it's that's tiny. Crazy. So like a little needle going that's in. It was nothing. nothing. And I was by myself completely before surgery, going into the room. Everyone was taking such good care of me. Oh, I was not nervous, and I lay down. And next thing you know, I woke up because you know those machines that alert nurses that your patient is not breathing yeah that woke me up because i was not breathing (laughs) my breathing (laughs) slowed down you're so relaxed (laughs) i was so relaxed and i what woke me up was the machine nurses coming in they're like roberta you need to breathe i'm like i am it was hard yeah you were just so chill you're like yeah yeah so that machine woke me up from my anesthesia (gasps) um that's mad oh my god yeah were you like in pain no just discomfort i couldn't move a lot i couldn't you know bend but nothing crazy i could walk everything yeah. was okay so like let's touch on your parents not liking it they yeah not want you to get work done or or what was it 50 50 mom was completely for it she didn't want me going by myself fair enough yeah. um she didn't want me going by myself and i yeah. was the big girl that i am I, I said to my mom dude i'm not gonna walk into a surgeon's office and have you holding my hand like that's ridiculous oh my I, God. Well, I feel like that's such a it's surgery though like i, I know it's that, not like, like i have I'd be like, a, mom come with me <laughs> you know like freaking cancer or something yeah, it's I a know. boob job i'm not gonna have my mom there like that's no okay <laughs> she was like who are you gonna go with i was like i'm going by myself you feel i like can you do this your best life now holly you were going around the city and you were just like before the surgery yes yeah and my dad completely different you do not need anything why oh, yeah. would you want that on he my mom told me this, but apparently they had a conversation. He was like, maybe she started seeing some guy and he made a comment about her boobs. That's why she wants to get it done. Like, maybe it's because that was the peak yeah. of my Instagram. It's, it's because probably she's on Instagram and she sees all these girls with surges and she wants to get it done. And she's insecure yeah. now because of Instagram or whatever. I was like, no. Yeah. I would never get anything done for someone else's because of someone else's opinion Preach. unless yeah. they're paying for it. <laughs> because fuck me, shit's expensive. Oh, no. <laughs> If someone wants me to go. get a second boob job and give me four grand, I'll do it. That's so funny. But I would never. So my dad was so embarrassed that his daughter, his little girl, was going to get a boob job. Yeah. And me, 
I was like, it's my body. I can do whatever I want. He was yeah. like, you have to block absolutely everyone we know <laughs> on Instagram, everywhere. Nobody. So they still not know. I'll tell you. Every Like my dad said, you must block everyone we know in Lithuanian here because I will die of embarrassment if someone oh, asks no. me that his, why his mom. daughter is in Lithuania getting a boob job. He said, block everyone. Even hours before the flight, I come downstairs to bring down my luggage. He turns to me and says, are you still going? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, the, the man was stressed. He is old-fashioned, yeah. traditional Lithuanian dad. Exactly. And when his little girl makeup, is getting a boob job. When I wear too much makeup or I wear tan, why are you wearing tan? Like, now he gets it. Yeah. When he see. sees, absolutely, when I take him to Italy, he gets it now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. He's like, okay. He is quiet when I film. He builds me shelves for my stuff. Oh, he's he so on board. Yeah. Absolutely on board. With the boob job, he was not. So yeah. I blocked absolutely everyone we know. Okay. Go on. Um, turns out people like family members, family friends like to watch what I post. Yeah. And they know if I don't post for three, four days that something's not right. Yeah. So what do you know? They go into other accounts. They ask someone else to check where she gone. Did she block us? Did something happen? Yeah. And they would ask my mom, like, where's Roberta? Is she okay? And she's like, yeah, she's fine. I'm just good. Yeah. What do you know? I came back for Christmas, back yeah. home. And one of my family friends turned to me and said, why did you block everyone? Why did you block us? <gasps> oh, my God. Were you stressing? I could see my dad getting red. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, <gasps> yeah what is happening they knew i got a boob job because they asked someone to sure, of course they're gonna find out they that. obviously gonna find out yeah. when you're looking you're always gonna find something yeah and they just thought i blocked them out of like embarrassment oh, no. That's sad. they thought i blocked them out of embarrassment that i'm getting a boob job or something. i don't know what they thought oh. but i was like i will literally show my boobs right now they look amazing i don't care yeah i did this because i was told to do this yeah so I had to explain that situation. Everything was fine. And my cousin then, she was asking about the surgery. I was like, please do not ask in front of dad. Yeah. So people found out it's not a secret anymore. Dad is kind of fine about it now too because yeah. he sees how well I am and that everything you went fine. You you're confident and it's all fine. Exactly. Everything yeah. is under control. Were you ever worried about like people's opinions on it or even lads' opinions on it? Because like... Mm. Did I ever worry? Did I ever worry you? Before surgery, my mom came to me. She's also very traditional, old-fashioned. She said, "Roberta, you do know men don't like women who have surgery." Yeah, <laughs> they like it. They did say that until they see I said, "Mom, sure I am sure single like and I am happy. It does not matter. Yeah, it does not matter. I would never get something done for a man. Never. Love it. So, so true. So I said, "I don't care. I want to do this for myself." And she was like, "Okay." Like she was, she was scared for my health. She was scared that I was going by myself. Now that I think about it, I would never let one of my friends go by themselves. It was so hard carrying a luggage uh, with scars. Yeah, I wouldn't let you. I, I nearly fainting yeah. in the shower, changing my own Girl, yeah. plasters and no. everything. It was Surgery a lot. Surgery is a different kettle of fish. Like you especially when your whole body has been under something, but. You know what? I did it. It was fine. Girl, you're a soldier. You just troop on. I, I, I now that I think about it, cannot believe it. You're too. You're too. You're like let. Like it's like girl, next time, bring someone. Learn from that one. Do you know I what? would bring someone, but if you can think, you can do. You can absolutely do it by yourself. Unless fair. you're like, yeah, I need help. I yeah, need, unless you're, you like to be taken care of. I just did it. I was like, fair. don't care. Fair. Um, I love. I love that you said it because like any lad, been like, oh yeah, and it's like yeah. Wait till you see her, and then you will then see how you feel about it like 
if you don't like it fair enough like that's not gonna impact me at all yeah and listen like i don't think it makes i i don't think it makes any difference no at all no and if it helps and if someone here is thinking about getting their nose done if it makes you happy if it makes you happier if it makes you more confident if it makes you feel better about yourself as long as you don't get an unhealthy addiction as long as it's for the right reasons and it's not for external validation you're not doing it if you're doing it for yourself there's a thin line there's a there's a thin line and so i think it's important which you obviously are you're a very strong-minded person in the fact that you know like i've said do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think it would have been for me and for me only. You're not an insecure person. No. You're not a fragile person. You're not seeking that validation. Yeah. You're a perfect example of of that someone doing it for themselves. Yeah. Don't do it if it's for any other reason. Yeah. And if it makes you happy, you know, if no one knew, I was actually I was debating whether to share that on Instagram or not. Yeah, actually, what was I was <sighs> debating that for a very long time. Yeah. I thought one i am opening myself to a lot of criticism perhaps yeah two i thought great for views everyone's gonna find like i'm i know i was gonna look different and how do you explain that to people do you lie do you say you just work out do you just have a, like a push-up bar or something? you can't lie that's the i worst didn't want to lie yeah. someone asks me no i don't respect people who lie who lie about the surgery you got yeah. it done say you got it done yeah like that i said okay i know i I can't lie about it yeah should i share it on instagram should everyone know the relatives everyone's opinion i was debating pros and cons i was was scared of criticism yeah i didn't get any criticism yeah everyone was just curious yeah everyone was like "Ooh, maybe (laughs) yeah they're like what's going on what is (laughs) she doing and i just thought you know what i'll just share it because it's rather someone already knows rather than ask me and then i have to lie or tell the truth yeah i i i do not respect people who lie when yeah. obviously they've done something. Mm. I'm like, fair enough if you're not ready to speak about something, but just don't lie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I really don't like, I think that's just the worst way to go it about It has things. an influence because you do compare bodies, you do compare absolutely. looks. And you're like, wow, she looks like that naturally. Yeah. And Even like, subconsciously. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I think, just say it. Just say it. Like, some people, you don't have to share it. But if someone... Say, yeah, I've got body work done. I've got face work you, done. Yeah. I've got something done. I don't look like that. I didn't come out like looking like yeah. that. Like, like, don't, just don't lie about it. Either don't say anything, but if someone asks, just don't lie. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's or it. be open and honest. Whichever way. Like, and whatever one of those two options you choose, I think is so legitimate and so fine because it's very scary to share something like that. But I love that you didn't get any hate because I don't feel like anyone should. Yeah, I was high in anesthesia making TikToks. Oh, girl. I don't know what TikTok you made and like you're in um a, there was one like a, in like a robe and you're like i'm not gonna let like oh my god it was that sound weird. there was one tiktok that i made whispering are you looking for a wife to so like a surgeon and i was laying in bed and there was another one where i were standing up i was dancing and i said i would never something about opinion about men yeah like oh my man, the caption man, was my mom told me not to get a boob job because men don't like it but like i don't yeah. Give a fuck what men think. Yeah. Your, some of your stories around there were just so funny. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, let's talk about manifesting because you are a queen manifester. I do love to manifest. And it has worked out for you. So. Absolutely. Talk about your manifestation. Okay, so I do 369. Okay. Three times in the evening. My goal. Okay. Let's say the most easiest one. Money. Okay. Money, money, money. Six times how i'm gonna get it and then nine times how i feel when i have it so you say it 
Out write it. Oh, you write it. So three times you write what I want. Six times then you write how I'm gonna get it. And then nine times how I feel when I have it. Oh, interesting. How I feel because I already have it. And you do that every single day, every night, before you go to bed or whatever. Before it is. I go to bed. So <gasps> I would write down example money. Yeah. How I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a amazing collaboration offer yeah and nine times i am so happy i get to work with this brand or i'm so happy i now have this much money yeah i'm so happy with this money i'm going to spend this like you need to talk it like you already have it yeah yeah three six nine into a journal every single night that's what worked for me (gasps) interesting and always saying you already have it see my i'm trying to get all my friends into it they already are but like some of my friends thinking believe in jinxing it yeah i don't believe in jinxing anything yeah if it's yours it's yours yeah if it's meant for you will be yours yeah so it's just a matter of time when it's gonna come Interesting. but i do love a good manifesting journal what are some of the things you've manifested other than ucc um following viral videos money trips love anything like that whatever i want at that moment i'm like it's mine yeah sometimes i know deep down it's it's not for me yeah like some stupid boy that i manifest like it's so yeah. silly i stopped manifesting love a long time ago yeah but it was really yeah. one of those things now it's more professional career-wise abundance things, like yeah. moving to london things you have more influence over something that matters like moving to london masters finishing college in high with high marks money trips all yeah. of those things that make me happy that would make me happy yeah. but one thing that i've learned go on and one thing that my mother has tried to teach me for years and i just did not listen to her okay is do not tell people what you're manifesting interesting because some people say the opposite they're like tell everyone let it be known but you're the opposite i am the opposite i do not tell people until it's absolutely set in stone because i've had experience when i realized that once i tell certain um, certain people such of people that used to be my friends okay used to be my friends negative people who don't want the best for you they they say they do yeah but it's just funny how i had it told you and your view on it and it's quite negative and then it just goes away yeah my mom told me stop telling people your business until it is set in stone yeah and then i went to a fortune teller okay i went to a fortune teller when i was 16 17 and she told me there are friends in your life she described them to a t they do not wish you well yeah. Stop telling them yeah. your business. Yeah. And I thought, did you talk to my mom before this? Yeah. <laughs> and she did not. So I stopped telling my business. And during the pandemic, I started doing completely everything on my own. Did not tell anyone. Did not tell anyone any brand deal, any offer, anything until it was set in stone. And what do you know? Happens. It everything happens. So yeah. my advice would be: do not tell people anything. Bad energy. They can influence it. They can be jealous. You don't even know they're jealous. They can be jealous. Yeah. They probably want the same thing as you. Do not tell. Keep yeah. it to yourself. There's nothing more powerful than just keeping it to Grinding you. Grinding in silence. Exactly. Yeah, I think that I think it's good advice in general as well, just to protect. I see. I see the argument for both. I see that there's a, there's more than just even that argument. It's also protecting yourself if something doesn't happen and. You kind of want to keep your inner peace pure and you don't want... I'm that. so big on energy. Like I can yeah. read people's energy and I vibe off of that and all of that. So I definitely protect my little... Your bubble. I protect my bubble, my sanity, yeah. my clearance, my good energy, my good vibes. I Because I used to be so naive when I was younger. Yeah. I used to think, I wish you well. So obviously you wish me well too. Yeah. And it just yeah. doesn't work that way. Yeah. Because not everyone's going to wish you well. Not everyone's going to wish you 
what you think they're wishing you yeah. although you can be have so many good intentions and pure thoughts and everything but it just doesn't work that way people can get very jealous especially people who are trying to do the same thing as you do yeah absolutely i i do i'm someone who's such a talker it's like, yeah it's something that i have to get better at it's not saying certain things yeah but then at the same time not being afraid to also admit what i want when i feel safe there when you feel safe. when i feel safe with a person i will absolutely tell them because i do love to share yeah. um but when i don't you're not gonna know anything yeah and yeah. i think people need to like kind of learn that because i've seen a lot of people who like to open up with people they just met and i would watch them be like oh my gosh how how are you doing yeah. this you don't know what i'm wishing you you don't know what i'm yeah. what my thoughts How are you use that information you exactly me uh my advice would be keep it to yourself i know like, i see the argument for both i yeah I, I agree with you like there's nothing worse than like after a night out or something and you wake up and you're like oh why did i say that to yeah this person oh it's my least like even fear. telling everyone i was going to ucc <gasps> that was good yeah i don't know if anyone was wishing me well but like even with brand deals like that was my one thing i was like i'm not gonna tell anyone until it's certain i, I and everything happened there, yeah. so i would be on the side do not share if you really want something do not share it until it's completely yours yeah because my mom used to always tell me do not count money you don't already have it's very good advice yeah very good advice yeah i i think i agree with you yeah i don't think i know i agree good i i i agree with you how have you found being on social media has affected your friendships some didn't work out because of that i find that so interesting because like i feel like if one of my friends went to social media and they were absolutely killed it i would be delighted i'd be like yeah. oh it's real like go you i'd be like I encourage. oh my god i gotta get all the leftover freebies like yeah. it'd be something that'd be such a positive thing on your life i don't understand how i definitely encourage some of my friends to start because i think they definitely have the talent for it and that would come naturally to them um but there have been instances where my achievements have been have been made feel like they're very small. Okay. Like they don't exist. Like they weren't acknowledged. Like this is this is nothing. Like not once from certain people have gotten congratulations or well done or something like that. And I know they're they want the same things as I do. So they're bitter. Bitter, jealousy and yeah, some didn't work out. Like it's it's crazy to think. But I was like the fortune teller, my mom telling me these things, the manifesting, yeah. the energy, everything just kind of came into one circle in front of me. And I thought, okay, now yeah. I know. Yeah. Because some friends, close friends that I had for years and years and years, it just didn't work out. That's very upset. We're like, were you very upset? Like, that's no. Really? But I'm getting rid of bad energy. Oh my God, you're, you're ruthless. I love it. Clearance. <laughs> Clearance. Wash you your crystals. Are. Get away from the bad energy. No, yeah. absolutely not. It was like good riddance. We had a good ride. That's it. Yeah. We had a good. If you do you not wish me well, yeah. Then you what's know. the point? So it was like once you f- figured out your true intentions, it was no tears shed for you. It was like okay, so this is it. This is it. Like yeah. now I know who I can talk freely and openly with because yeah. I do love. Like I have. A, I said this to you before. I I do have a very small circle of friends. Yeah. I have close friends, and I have one best friend. Yeah one best friend i tell her absolutely everything because i can put my hand on her and say she has 100 percent good intentions for me yeah. she would never be jealous of me she would never wish me bad she would yeah. never w- not want me to succeed yeah she's family exactly she is family yeah. that's exactly it so yeah. i tell one person before i have it yeah and then the rest of my friends i do have close people that i love and adore yeah and they can have all the free goodies that i yeah. get but yeah. 
now I know who my true friends are. Now I know people who genuinely wish me well. Yeah. And that's what makes me happy because there's nothing I hate more than not knowing if I can tell you a secret. Yeah. And when I meet someone new, I test them on that. Oh, interesting. I like to test people. Oh I God. tell them. I get nervous now. I'm like, test me. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> I would tell them little things about my life that not everyone would know. Okay. I something small, like a collab or whatever. Something tiny. Nothing yeah. that would affect, it would affect me in a long run. Yeah. And I would see if they will share that to other people. Will they share that in, in front of the table while we're all having dinner? Will they share that oh, to others? Present or not present, I just want to know, will you share what I told you without asking me if I'm okay with you telling others? Okay. Some people have... When you say to them, would you be like, oh, listen, don't tell anyone? No, I never say that. Oh, interesting. I want want to know if you're going to share. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, do a little test. So see how much they like... How open they are. If if someone's going to walk into the room and you're going to be like, oh my God, look, Roberta got this brand deal. And I'm like, oh, you have an open mouth. Can't do... Can't tell you anything. Because if you're going to share that... Imagine if I tell you something that's a secret. How are you going to hold that in? What if, you, what if they didn't know it was a big deal? I know. That's why I don't make it a big deal. But at the same time, I've met people who just who wouldn't say anything. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, do you want to share that with them? Or I, they wait for me to bring it's it up. business to share. My share business to share. That's it. And even if their intentions weren't bad, it just... It makes like, me wary. It makes you wary. It makes me wary. They're like, okay... I, I need to watch what I say around you or we need to more build down on the trust or yeah. whatever it is but that's how I roll I tell you right. something see if you're gonna roll with it I see how you're how you're gonna tell others see, around you now everyone's gonna be like taking notes <laughs> <laughs> this is it this yeah. is how, this is how I function yeah. no I, I that's how I test people interesting I, get, I, I, I do I like to trust and I like what I, if you told them like don't tell anyone and then they actually wouldn't if they knew do you ever think about that or but what you're saying is they might accident like they just have a they have a they have a quick mouth that's, that's what I mean don't, that means I can't tell that, you you don't want that around exactly yeah. not, not not so much around me is that I was hanging out if they were a good person but they would not know secrets yeah they would not know something there's that's, a boundary there there's a boundary okay. and I don't like that boundary I like friends that I can tell absolutely yeah, everything same. to so same. if my circle is three people but I can tell these three people absolutely anything. I'm happy. Yeah, so be it. So yeah. be it. Well, like, there's no point in having superficial relationships with anyone. It's a waste of time. No, at that, at I'm 22. I'm an all person. Like, at my, like, right now at 22, like, I just don't have time no. for anything that is not genuine. No, absolutely. Has a brand ever taken advantage of you? Yes. <gasps> oh, my God. I so... Yes, there have been instances where my law degree has come in handy. Oh my god, interesting. Uh, I do like to read the fine print. And yeah. if the, the the rules are clear, if I have to post my content on this day, that hour, and I fulfill that, and you are late two months to pay me, I have sent twice to two different brands that you are now in breach of contract you are late to pay me on the set day that you said you would yeah and what do you know so fast such a fast response and the money comes to me so quickly because yeah. they know they're in breach and they try to push it for as long as they can yeah so if i have not made them aware that they're now in breach of contract and i i know that they are yeah they probably would have pushed it even longer i actually interesting you said that because i just listened to the um eddie kelly and charlene podcast mm. and they're talking about influencing and that's one thing charlene said some people take ages to pay absolutely and then a lot of people don't read the fine print 
yeah you are not that woman i am not that woman i take okay. i take my contracts and money very seriously yeah as you should absolutely as you should um but that's the worst of it nothing really nothing nothing wild nothing, nothing wild like. no 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 i we we sign contracts before we do things like that yeah good have you grown up in wealth seems that way on instagram there were actually a good few questions about that interesting i did mention that my parents didn't want me to work yeah and a lot of people got the idea that my parents are probably super wealthy yeah but that is not true at all okay i did not grow up around well like i did not have a silver spoon in my mouth but i didn't have a plastic one either that's That's a lovely way to put it yeah so i've seen my parents work super super hard for us yeah made lots of sacrifices provided everything they didn't have and more yeah and their number one thing especially to my dad was education yeah just educate yourself be the be a lawyer be whatever you want education was number one if your job is intervening with your education no job we will support you we'll give you money we'll do the best we can and they did yeah and my dad has never asked me to find a job whenever dad has never been asked if i'm looking for a job because his thing was education my daughter he one likes to spoil me i'm not this girl yeah two she's studying she can't have a job right now she's busy she's doing all these yeah. things so oh, I love he got a little scared when instagram came along because i was earning a lot of money and he thought yeah there she goes can't have control over that it's just happening to her yeah and she's studying like how's that gonna affect that was his number one concern yeah how's it gonna affect college and i said it won't and he didn't and he's happy with my exam results yeah he's absolutely delighted how instagram is going so So it's a job that i can navigate around my studies yeah but no i did not grow up around wealth my parents the best they could and they they just really cared about me my studies so they didn't really care for if i worked or not i love that they knew the potential of social media as well they knew the money could bring in so they thought okay off you go yeah absolutely how well you don't have to give specific numbers and this is a question i just thought of because you've talked about money a little bit yeah how much money not do you make but yeah how much money do you make but like what or even a ballpark ballpark yeah i don't mind talking about money at all because if there's another influencer aspiring influencer whatever content creator is dealing with brands I, I tell them, if someone DMs me and asks me how much money I make because they want to charge another brand, yeah. absolutely, I tell them because it's yeah. so good to be on the same page. I love that you said that, actually, because there's such a stigma for women talking about money, but it's very important that women talk about it because that they're all on the same page. Money and that we all learn, so no one's getting screwed over. Exactly. So I'm delighted that you said that, but it is something that people shy away from, so. It's so, like, it's such say a... Say whatever such your people say. Such a rude... They think it's a rude question about how much money you make. I, see, there's two sides to it. Some people ask because they want to be nosy yeah they want to know if they're yeah. not but if they're also an influencer content creator i'll tell you let's okay. all be on the same page so i charge anywhere between 500 and 3000 for what a video one video a post story depending the brand depending how big they are depending if they're irish abroad okay. it has so so many details that go into it okay into the pricing usage rights how long they're going to use my content for who owns the content who, yeah how long because usually i give one year rights there's like they can't use it and abuse it if my if my following grows i get what you're saying lots of aspects to it but story 500 tiktok depending on the brand could be 2000 euro for one story for or one tiktok one tiktok girl stop yeah that is mad that's funny money 
that's yeah it's wild so what about if it's for like recurring content a bigger contract like monthly like if it was like okay i yeah i want you to make you know three, three pieces videos, of con- yeah like 10 stories you know every month for five months something like that You're well then the price goes down because now you oh, are giving me change. stability with money it's now monthly so absolutely rates go down so once off rates at the highest once off yeah once off are the highest thousand euros for one post <gasps> yeah no one instagram story. is cheaper because there's not as many followers so instagram posts could be 700 800 euro okay but tiktok tiktok is where the followers are where the engagement is which yeah. is nearly two hundred thousand followers oh my god so on tiktok absolutely bring out your wallet oh my god i love it though like, yeah, I love it. Fair fucks you. Like, Absolutely. Dead right. Depends on the brand, depends on the budget. It, there's a lot of negotiation. But ballpark, 500 to 3,000. Fair play. <laughs> it's Fair all, I don't mind talking about it because I Fair just play. appreciate it. I yeah. do. It's it's insane. It's It's been my dream that I can that can live off of that. I can yeah. be financially independent and I can give back to my family, bring yeah. them on trips, pick up the tab at the restaurant. <gasps> You know, it's it's an amazing feeling. You're talking about Molly Bay. She's 22 too. Like, you know what I mean? Fair fuck I'm you. not there. But... At 22, I was broke. I was counting my euros to get my bus home. Like, <laughs> I didn't know at 22 that that was money you could make. Do you know yeah. what I mean? No, it seemed like a far away dream. But everything happened in a year. Like, and but it's important that you have your degree because easy come, easy go. You I like security. I like security, yeah. and I don't think I'm going to be doing this at forty. I really don't. Might no. make long term investments. Maybe I don't know what's going to happen. Definitely invest your money if I can. Absolutely. Oh, I know who to hire now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but absolutely. I just I like law. I see myself doing that maybe at one stage of my life, not in a ten year plan, but sometime. Do you know what's interesting about that is because I feel like a lot of people be not cr- not cringing. Well, yeah, cringing or they have like uh, social media. Da, da, da. Do you know the mo- like? I feel like this day and age, if you don't realize mm. the opportunity there, you're stupid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Some people are sitting on talent. Like sitting, sitting on, on talent. talent. Now, fair, some people don't want to share their life and make the money isn't a thing factor for them. Fair. I, they don't they don't want that for themselves, and that's so legitimate you're either made for it or you're not yeah but i think it's amazing i think anyone who criticized someone i'm like it's a it's a very legitimate at first i was a little bit scared of people looking down at me thinking oh, who does she think she is who's laughing now <laughs> who's laughing now when that che- when that first like, yeah, check yeah, came in no one's laughing <laughs> yeah nobody's laughing yeah yeah no exactly exactly i think and like god for, like like it's making content about skin makeup hair like oh my god it's 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 why are you gonna criticize it's not that exactly. deep. at this point i really i really don't care I, my parents were so shocked when i told them that a makeup video went viral and my dad was so like you're not a makeup artist like who yeah. doesn't know how to do the makeup and it I, doesn't matter though. i, said, I like don't i you. don't yeah exactly there's something i do that somebody else wants i did it millions of views this offer this offer and then when i told i talked to them about yeah. money did see my parents talk to me a lot about money which is i think very for important. someone who has to translate them i could literally log into my parents bank accounts right now yeah so it's yeah. very open and i show them what i'm earning and then i started putting it back into our house for yeah. example like pay my own bills pay oh their bills do all these yeah. things 
such a lovely feeling you must have been so proud of yourself there's no absolutely absolutely like bringing them to italy on my birthday was such a beautiful trip did you bring them apps it was the full trip was on me we for my birthday dinner we went to like the most beautiful restaurant i've ever been to in my life and the thought of like asking the waiter can i have the check please yeah. And then I complete like card everything put on me and my parents can enjoy whatever they want, any bottle oh of wine. God, it was such that. a nice feeling, like that's this is what so I work nice. hard for. Yeah. To give back because my parents never asked me to work. Yeah. They have funded my car, my college, everything. everything. So now that I'm earning this money, oh, I, I am giving back. Yeah. And my dad has said to me once when I was younger that like he, he said you're my invest. So yeah, he's like you're my investment. He was like I'm putting in this money into your education and everything, and I know one day you're gonna give back. And I was super young when he said that, but that stuck to me. Yeah. What do you say one time? Do you like when you're a baby? It's a thing where they shave your head. Yeah, it's a thing back home. Yeah. When you're one years old, you shave a baby's head. Or girls especially, because you want their hair to be. Does it actually work? I- mm. A lot of cultures do that. I know Spanish people do that. Okay. I know Russians do that. Lithuanians do that. Okay. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. I, I think it works. It worked for me. I don't know if it's just genetics or if it was the shaving right when you're told that you've it's done in here. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, I I know I would shave my child's hair. Really? I wouldn't jinx it. I don't want to take a risk on that. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Oh my god. That was so funny when you're. Like, we can shave yours hair. now. <laughs> Maybe I'll grow back thicker and longer. I would not. I would not be able to put off the bald look. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. But um, yeah, I pay a lot of money to have hair as thick as yours. I it's not thick. What? My hair is not thick. I will let you touch my head after this. It's what? not thick. It looks so full. No. I'm shocked. I know. I let you touch my hair after this. <laughs> It, I'll show you my boobs. I will show you my boobs, and you can yeah. touch my hair. We're, this is getting frisky after this podcast. <laughs> we're getting very personal, the very index, open, yeah, very open podcast. <laughs> um, I think that's a good note to like leave. It. Oh, I, I'm starting to ask people, what is your life motto? Right, we're gonna we're gonna finish up the podcast. Okay, what's your motto? The people say it's easier to ask for an apology for a forgiveness rather than a permission. permission. Yeah. That I like to say sorry than say yeah my love life motto is if there's a will there's a way that you, perfectly describes you it yeah. doesn't it, it? Does. if there if you really want it there's absolutely yeah. a way yeah you can achieve anything if you really want it that's it Here that's my go. life motto if there's a will there's a way lads we're ending this on an inspirational note <laughs> But I just want to thank you so much for coming on. I had so much fun. Did you? I, I had <gasps> so much fun. I'm glad you liked it. Very we'll do this like in one year again. Oh my God, yes. It's going to be like Catch up. manifestation one. Update. You'll be in London like with Molly May at her beauty You come to London. Lodge. We do a oh whole thing. God, that's something I'm going to man- put it out there for you now. Absolutely. You're going to have a collab with Beauty Works, Molly May's thingy. She does. And you're going to be an event with Maddy Way. And we'll do an update. And we'll do an update. Yeah. Absolutely. You got it. Lads, thanks a million. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Taking your words out of your side. Not my podcast. You round it up. You say your goodbye to the people. Because people listening are going to be your followers. (laughs) Say your goodbye. (laughs) I think I already did. (laughs) Okay. Okay, lads. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. (laughs)